0: Hi
1: everyone, welcome to the Bold Beautiful Borderline Podcast. My name is Lori and as always, kind of, I need to stop saying that. (laughs) We're not always together anymore. I mean, Uh,
2: we can say like a
1: hard 50-50. Yeah, uh, f- as, as in 50% of the time, I'm here with Sarah. Um, and today we have a super, super, super special group of people coming on the podcast. We've kind of referenced their relationship totally without their consent in the past. I'm sorry. When we're talking <laughs> about relationships and jealousy and like different relationship dynamics that are other than just monogamous relationships. Um, so super, super excited to have with us Caprice, Kyleen and Flash, who are here to talk about their life as a throuple. And Caprice and I have known each other for a while now, um, and Caprice just kind of wondering if you want to talk a little bit about your relationship and how it started.
2: Can I ask a question too, just <laughs> preliminarily? Do you like the term threepel? Like, is that a, is that your person-centered definition? Because I am ethically non-monogamous, and I just say I'm ENM. But like, what is your guys' view on that word?
3: Um, I feel like we were we were given the word thruple. Like I was not a fan of it at all at first. It sounds like a, like a third nipple to me. I'm not a fan of the word thruple, but that's what we were given, and so it's just like what people understand. Because if we were to say like we're a closed triad, which is really what what we are, um, people are like, what does that mean? I mean, not that people really know what a thruple is either, but it seems to be more common.
1: That's such a good question. So closed triad is your preferred term.
3: That's mine. I don't know about Kylie and Flash. I find it easier to just
4: say thruple. So, and I like to say it. It sounds fun. Thruple. <laughs> I'm in a thruple. No. <laughs> but closed triad is how I explain it, just like Caprice to people, because they sometimes think that we're in, we're not in a committed relationship, the three of us.
0: Yeah, I usually find thruple is the easiest common language to use without having to get too technical with things with people
1: that totally makes sense good question sarah so caprice what about your like beginning of your relationship i know a little bit more just because i've known you for a while but start from the beginning
3: so the beginning would go all the way back to what's uh like 19 20 years prior to now because that's <laughs> when 2002 (laughs) that sounds about right so uh flash and I originally met in a restaurant and he was back at the house and I was front of the house and we were both seeing people but we worked together quite a bit and flash was like the guy that all the girls loved and all the guys wanted to be friends with he just was like just this happy funny easygoing guy (laughs) funny story when when we met he had um one hoop in his eyebrow and one barbell and I was like why do you have that (laughs) why don't you have two of the same I don't even actually know what the reason was but I just thought it was really weird anyways and then a few years after working together we both Broke up with our people and I heard through the grapevine that he was single and we went to a mutual friend's birthday at a pub, at a bar, and that's kind of where it started. Did I miss anything, Flash?
0: Yeah, no, I think you got it uh, pretty right as far as how we kind of met and came to be.
3: And then we just, we dated and then about three years into our relationship, my mom got cancer And it was really short, about six weeks beginning to end. And Flash was everything, everything that I needed during like the worst time in my life. And without asking, he was there, and without telling me how to feel, he was comforting. And like, he was everything that I needed to be. And I don't even know how I would have got through it without him. And then when she died, I said I was moving to BC to be with. To be closer to my family because everybody lived here and I lived in we lived in Winnipeg, and I didn't
1: know that. Interesting.
3: Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. This was in Winnipeg. Flash was raised in Winnipeg, and so I said, "I'm going, whether you're coming with me or not." And fun fact, I didn't know this until about last year, the last two years. So, um, my mom died. My sister and I planned a trip to Thailand and the layover, we were coming to BC, spending Christmas here. Flash was coming with us and then he was flying home and I was flying to Thailand. So that happened and it was New Year's and I was like, oh man, I just like, I can't imagine spending New Year's without Flash. And so I found the only flight I could, flew to Winnipeg on New Year's. In my memory, it's some kind of like rom-com where I like walk through the crowded bar like the stroke five minutes before like the stroke of midnight and like trying to find him. And then we found each other and it was like five, four, three, two, you know, and this lovely New Year's moment. I'm pretty sure it was exactly like that. Anyways, um, so then I had said I'd make plans to go. I'm moving to Winnipeg. Whether you're coming with me or not, I gotta go. I can't be here anymore. And he said he was coming with me. And I was like, okay, great. So we moved to Winnipeg to start this life together. But I didn't know you meant BC, correct. Oh, I, I was going to like, you were in Winnipeg. Sorry, moved to BC to start this life together. But I didn't know until like two years ago that Flash said that that moment of me coming into the bar on New Year's was like a TSN turning point, that he wasn't going to come with me and that he I was like, yeah, OK, bye. And then when I came into the bar, he, it was like a TSN turning point. And then he was like, OK, I'll move to BC with you. Oh. Damn. I thought he was always coming. I did not know that he considered not coming.
0: Flash. Yeah, I don't I don't think the decision was like fully made. It was still kind of up in the air at that point, right? I mean, it's a big move. It's a big decision to make. I don't think I'd been fully committed until then though.
3: Uh, I didn't right. I didn't know that. So <laughs> so we moved we moved here and um, hated it. We moved we moved from Winnipeg to we didn't know the lower mainland at all. We moved right into the heart of Wally and didn't know anything we, about we,
1: we have a lot of international listeners, so just noting this is where I grew up is <laughs> Wally. So okay. full disclosure. Um but uh it's like what 40 minutes outside of Vancouver in British Columbia and it's known for being kind of sketchy. As somebody who grew up there, I don't feel like it's that sketchy, but I can see where if you move from Winnipeg. You'd be like, oh, this is definitely not what I
3: thought BC was going to be like. No, it was a lot of there was a lot of fighting and gunshots, I feel like. And so uh, we told our um, family that we're not going to that we're not going to make it here. We're going to move back. And that was about six months after living here. And only maybe even that I don't even think that long, actually, which probably only three months, which was only. About three months after my mom passed away, so about six months total, we had made this big decision to move to BC, and then and then another one to move back. And my granny said, "Absolutely not! You're not supposed to make a big decision after a traumatic incident like this. Wait it out, wait a year, and then see how you feel." And we've now been here for like sixteen or seventeen or so years. And then, you, when did you guys get married? Because
1: you are married, right?
3: We're married. Yeah, we are married. We got married in 2007. I think. <laughs> and then
1: well,
3: you have two kids, right? We do. Yes, we were to, so we were together for 5 years, got married, waited another 4 years, had our first and another 4 almost 4 years and had our second. So they are 10 and 6 boys.
1: Wow. That's awesome. And then how did Kylene come into the picture?
2: Yeah, like had you guys planned to practice monogamy or was there, what was
3: the conversation like from the get-go? Planned to practice polyamory. Like we were were always monogamous. That's what
2: I'm saying. Like had you always planned to stay monogamous or was there ever a conversation? Like what was that like for you and Lash?
0: Yeah, so we've always been, monogamous the conversation around non-monogamy i don't really know how it came up how did it come up caprice like
3: um i think friends of ours were like hey we're gonna join this group called swing heaven and we were like huh what's that
0: and yeah i feel like it was never something we like a lot of effort into or discussion about and even that discussion about it coming up was kind of like, I don't know. It was it just wasn't very intense. It was kind of just like, okay, let's just see. I guess, right?
3: right. We were pretty passive about it, and 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 then just fast forwarding, realized that that wasn't really what we were into at all. And so I, I had said that I didn't want to do that, but I had still craved some kind of feminine energy, and had told Flash that, and he was like, okay like he was always so easygoing about it and it was pretty clear that if i was to seek that out in any kind of way and flash felt any kind of negative energy towards that then it would just be over like it wouldn't wasn't worth risking our marriage for um flash and i have a really solid marriage we've been together for a long time we're really comfortable this was never anything to like solve anything or or yeah any bridge any kind of marital gap. This was just like, hmm, what's
2: Yeah. Had you been in any like queer relationships prior? Never.
3: Okay. Never. Never. Um I had been with women but not ever dated. And nor did I plan on dating anybody. It was just like a little, hey, how are ya? Little fun thing to potentially do on the side without a lot of effort into it. I didn't go on any websites or, you know, d- like dating sites or anything. It was just, a um, like a casual fun thing if it ever came up and then <laughs> should I discontinue or, or do you want to get Kylene's background Ooh, on it? Until... Yeah.
1: Kylene, tell us your backstory. I don't know anything about you.
3: All
4: right. So When I was like 23, that's kind of when I decided that I wanted to try dating women. It was just, I think, I think the, the, the the lifestyle that I lived kind of like a party environment where we're always going out to nightclubs never put me in line with any decent guys. And I grew up in Surrey near Wally as well. Do you know what I mean? And so I just had this like bad taste in my mouth that all guys just want sex and no relationship. And I was really young, like talking like 19, 20, you know? And, and so honestly, this is, I don't know what this is, but like a show started called the L word and I watched it with my roommate,
2: Bob, on oh my couch. god! Oh my so, god! How do you feel about Shane? Oh my god! I just got a little <laughs> like I backstory. I had a biopsy today, so my pussy is actually numb. So if I could <laughs> feel my pussy, <laughs> oh let's my talk god. about Shane. Okay,
4: I don't know if you're like Shane in the fact that like Shane turns you on, but I'm more like aspire to be like Shane. <laughs>
2: Oh hot. Okay, cool. Different. Anything. That's nope. Shane is my ideal human <laughs> and I hate it because it's so toxic. I'm I know.
4: like, where's, where's my brutal. real life Shane? Yeah. Shane is brutal but quite quite the you know, the swag the lover, if you will. Yeah, and I I had no idea. Remember there was no Netflix and then you had to like be there right at 10 p.m. for the show to start? I was like, just my introduction to kind of like, you know, lesbian and different, I guess, what do you call it, queer relationships and stuff. And then like, it was very intriguing to me as I I was like 23. And I was like, I kept saying to my my buddy at the end, like, I want to try, I want to do that. He's like, then do it. Like every time I want to do that, I want to try that, do it and do it. Yeah, it was funny. Anyways, so, so I did, if I want something, I will go ahead and go and try it. (laughs) That's what I do. Right. So shortly after that, I got into my first relationship that lasted about three years. She was from England. She literally flew here and moved into my place. Talk about a U-Haul, right?
2: U-Haul. God, I love queers.
4: Yeah, it just flew in onto a plane into my home. That's what happened. I'm not even kidding. It was You like... guys hadn't
2: physically met in person yet? No, we did. for. Oh, my.
4: A... She holidayed here for a week and lived in Manchester in England. Oh my God, that's so up her stuff and got on a plane and moved in with me. That is insane, actually, now that I think about it.
2: It's <laughs> literally so so homosexual it's like so
4: homo yeah I love it well I wanted to try it and there it was just something that happened really quick so yeah so I was with her for three years I dated another woman after that at some point for three years and then I dated another woman after that for three years no for five five years and the and as I'm progressing here in age in life like things are changing in my mind I'm like I remember being in my last relationship the five year because she had two children and I wanted kids and I started wanting kids at about 28 maybe 30 ish you know and so like that was always in the conversation and me trying to get there with somebody who her and I together were toxic and not healthy in by any means which I know now but anyways so very homo right all three of those were so all I knew exiting that relationship long story short was that like I need to stop being in toxic relationships I don't even know if I want to be with women anymore like all I want is like Just like a loving, kind, normal, like normal as in not like up and down emotionally with all these, you know, issues that I kept seeming to draw in and, um, and have a family. I just want kids and a life and like get this started. And I think I was like, what, 35 ish or 34. And I just wanted to be in a relationship where, where we didn't treat each other like garbage and were positive and healthy. And I uh, exited that relationship being like completely like, you know, when you just get single and you're like, okay, that was a whirlwind. I am not going to jump into anything here. I'm just going to be single for a bit. And that's cool.
3: So I actually met Kylie before they broke up. I was hosting karaoke oh and kyleen has a voice better than adele and so i'm hosting karaoke and this guy came up and was like are you guys sisters and she's standing next to me and i looked at her and it was like oh. like i i wasn't actively pursuing anybody but i had been given like the blessing from flash and i was like oh my gosh and then she sang and i was like like I couldn't even control my face. Like it was just like full derp mode, and uh, and then she sat down and kissed the girl that she was with, and I was like, yes, yes, okay. So you're saying there's a chance because if she hadn't done that, like I'm a straight woman, I how can I convince another straight woman? To like come home with me, like that would have been significantly harder. So I was super excited, and we added each other on Facebook, and and then I saw that it was like a family situation, like there was like kids involved, and I was like, oh okay, no, that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm about. But we had like a bazillion mutual friends, and so we still kind of saw each other and still hung out. And then somebody through the grapevine had said Kylie had broken up with her partner, and I was like, okay, okay, I'm gonna pursue this. And it didn't go well. No, it didn't go well. <laughs> um, I was brutally rebuffed because...
4: Kyleen. Uh Because I made a promise to myself I will never date another woman, married woman or with a man in her life. It's a long... Oh, the previous relationship, sorry, just to go back. She was living with her husband with their kids and then when they weren't even really even broken up, but she made it sound like they were broken up and over. And like, they were still sharing a master bedroom. He moved out to a different room in the house, but remained in the house for five years. Well, we did all fa- did family events and she still had him there, but we weren't, we were not in a relationship. Oh shit. So, so yeah, Hey girl.
3: Hey. And she was like, you know, and I was like, Why? and then one night she got drunk and messaged me and she was like, you up. And I was like, like looked at my phone. And I was like, panic. Um, so I didn't answer her and I came home and told flash about it. And he's like, so you just ignored her. And I was like, I panicked. And he's like, okay, like, you know, be cool. And like, you know, and so then she messaged again, saying, I'm going to a birthday party. Do you want to come? And I was like, yes. <clears throat> it was too late. I already said, yes, I have to go. And so I was driving to this pub and I didn't even have a friend with me, like a buffer or anything. And I'm driving to the pub. Like, what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? This is crazy. And I get there and she's with a bunch of people I already know. And I'm like, karaoke world is small. And we hung out and had like such a easy, it was just easy. She was just, it was such a great time. And that's where it kind of, that's where like, we started to hang out and, um, and in the beginning, as we're hanging out, I was like, "Listen, like, I'm never gonna leave my husband. like this is not the same situation because I knew about her ex, and I was like, "I'm not gonna leave my husband and I'm just looking for something casual." And it, I think that was kind of enticing for Kylie because she wanted to start dating men and she wasn't interested in the relationship either. And I was like, "This is also gonna put you back in the closet. like i'm I'm not an out by woman. And I'm not going to tell people that I am, and I'm not going to hold your hand in public. And I'm, we're not going to kiss in daylight. And it's going to put you back in the closet. And like, are you going to be okay with that? And she was like, yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know why you were fine with it, but I guess I was just a bit of a, like a, a a placeholder for you while you were transitioning into this new hetero life you were looking for.
2: Yes, ma'am. Can I Sorry. ask what your hesitance with coming out was like, obviously we all have our own journeys, right. But like not wanting to come out, what was that related to?
3: It didn't feel necessary because I had a happy hetero life and anything I wanted to do in the dark didn't feel necessary for anybody to know. So it was just like, I'll just, it didn't feel it felt like I wouldn't have even identified as bi. I would have just been like, oh, I'm just like a straight woman having fun. Like, I didn't know that that's what like bi felt like. Like straight women don't do that. <laughs> straight women don't just meet women to have fun. That would be literally um, defining bisexual women. But I didn't know that. I just was just a straight woman who thought Kylie was hot.
1: <laughs> and I mean, you can't blame you. Um, And then how did Flash come into this picture? Like, you guys were, sounds like you guys were kind of, like, hooking up casually at that point. Correct. And then where was Flash in this dynamic? Um, Flash? (laughs) Yeah,
4: I want to hear Flashy.
0: Just around, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's not descriptive. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, kind of the journey towards Kai was a little bit different, right? I mean, we talked about how we kind of monogamy was kind of where we were at. We never really discussed an open relationship or other people in it. and this kind of came up, but I think I think me and Caprice were both feeling it out from I'd say almost like a more of a physical perception, right? This was something new for Caprice, something new for me. um different ways we we're gonna handle it. and I think through this journey it was kind of at the very beginning the expectation was there. It was just like this physical thing where we're, we've been married for 10, 11 years, 12 years. We're just exploring things, seeing what this other world's kind of like, like without really putting much more than a toe in at a time. And I think it's a lot easier for me to dissociate sex and a relationship than it is for Caprice. And I don't know if it's always like just a male mindset or a female mindset, or even just a person to person, maybe it's different, but I don't think it's possible for Caprice to, have that kind of a relationship, a sexual relationship without there being some kind of uh, feelings towards a person. And that's not the right word, word either, right? Like without like a, a an emotional relationship developing too. Does that you're make to- sense?
3: You're totally not wrong. You're totally not wrong. And that's why like the idea of like swinging or whatever, it never worked out for me because I couldn't be and had no desire to be physical with somebody that I wasn't emotionally invested in. Um, but I didn't know how you Holly women were. And so I didn't know how quickly it would evolve. Um, and I think even flash saw it, and it still like kind of hurts my heart to this day because I didn't flash saw it and I think I didn't even saw it and recognized it and acknowledged it before I did. and it made me feel now like I was dishonest when I didn't realize that I was being dishonest, but I wasn't being honest with myself or with them, um, how quickly the feelings had evolved and how deeply feelings had evolved for Kylene. So I don't think it was a very easy transition for Flash. I think he was just like a bystander. And the first time that I told him that I loved her, I had had a couple drinks and I said, "I, I, I love her and I'd marry her tomorrow. And he's like, I know. And I was like, you know, like, how do you know? And he's like, you don't think I would notice watching my wife fall in love with someone. And it was like, it was like, a, it was a stab, like it was a stab to my heart. And I felt like I had, it was, it was a highly emotionally tormenting or like pulling in multiple directions. Cause I felt like I had done him dishonestly. And that was never my intention. Um, I never ever wanted to hurt him. I don't know if that did, or I'm sh- sure it didn't feel great, but And then all along, Kylie's like, I'm going to date men and I'm going to, and I'm going to have my own family. And I was like, okay, do that. Cause then we'll go on double dates and we'll be, they can hang out and we'll, we'll hang out and it'll be great. And then she did and we hated it and like dated people and. It was gross and I hated it. And then I was like, if you're looking for, I also even tried to tell her to let every single man know that she, who she, she was going on a date with to like, let them know about me. Cause we're never stopping. And so um, like on the first date, just be like, by the way, um, this is Caprice and she'll always be here too. <laughs> but it didn't go well. <laughs> she did not agree to that. And so it's like, if you're trying to date a man who will let you see me as well, well why don't you just date my man? And I kind of like said it and was like, hmm. That was weird I don't know what that means, but maybe I'm into it <laughs> yeah the first
4: time she mentioned it's that me. I was like stop you're you're nuts you're gonna date your oh, interesting no I don't know it had' been quite some time since I had been with a man and I didn't even know it's not that I didn't know how but like comfortable wise like, it's not, it was never a question in my mind whether I liked it or not. It was more an adjustment and, like, a comfortability
2: aspect. Yeah, they're or, fucking weird. <laughs> weird. <laughs> just so like, like, just everything's a little bit different.
4: Anyways, I'm kind of probably skipping forward here, but uh, how did we go from you and I to you and I and Flash?
3: Okay, so I'll give you the short a story. <laughs> the short story. So, uh, Kylene had come up to the Okanagan with us as, uh, we were on a family trip and she came and, um, it was the first time that Flash and Kylene had seen me with the other person and it didn't go very good. Like they both were like, oh, okay. What? Like, cause when I was with Kylene, I was only with Kylene. And when I was with Flash, I was only with Flash. So... It turned into uh, a more than we expected um, to feel, and so we like left. Jealousy, jealousy for sure, for on my part. <laughs> and Flash, and yeah. so we left there for a four-hour drive with Flash saying, "Like, how did we come so far that I'm having to like justify time with my wife?" This is, this is crazy. How did we get here? And I'm not into this anymore. And all I could do was listen. And it was a long conversation about <clears throat> four months after we had met and it wasn't good. Like Flash was no longer happy with this arrangement, but um, all the feelings were there and I didn't know what the outcome was going to be. And so we get home and Flash and is like, like, hey, we're like, this is over. Like you're done. And it's like, okay
1: as in like you and flash are done or you and kyleen are
3: done you and kyleen are done gotcha
4: yeah, and i'm back at my condo kicking myself in the ass for falling in love with another married woman like you
3: idiot
1: yeah i was gonna say like that's the one thing you said i'm definitely the never-
3: one thing the one thing come and on like, falling in love with the children and the whole family yeah and so then i go into the bedroom that night and i'm assuming flash was asleep but he wasn't and i just get, got into bed and he's like i fucked up and i'm like what do you mean and he's like i fucked up i never once considered what this was like for kyleen's side of things And I never considered her feelings in this. And I did not treat her well at all. I never even considered what it would feel like for her. And I did not treat her well. And we have something called couples privilege. And so it's really easy for us to to do this. And if we end it with her, she loses. We still have have each other. We still have our kids. We still have our house. And I did not treat her well at all. And so it's like, well, what are you going to do? about it because I'm like terrified like my whole world is like bombs are going off everywhere and I don't even know how to emotionally support my partner and now Kyleen and myself and I'm like I don't know what is happening anymore and my fate I felt like my fate wasn't even in my hands and it was just so a lot and so he said he was going to go over and talk to her and bring her a coffee in the morning and I was like okay so I just left it with them. Like I didn't know what was gonna happen and, and then I can't really talk to what happened because I was not there.
4: When you came when you came and brought me a coffee, what were you what were your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I think just like rewinding from that to like even coming up for the uh for the time in the Okanagan and stuff, like mm-hmm. I, I didn't have a lot of sympathy for Caprice at the time because I feel like And it's weird when you look, it's kind of weird going through the phases, right? You have this relationship and you set boundaries and you set expectations and rules to follow. So everybody's kind of comfortable with it. And like I said before, I think it was a lot easier for me to disassociate with another person if you're in an open relationship. And this is just somebody you see every once in a while and then you don't really think about them, right? So when we kind of moved into this phase, like it was very apparent that that wasn't what was going on with Caprice and Kyleen. So that kind of threw me for a loop. And like I said, I wasn't very sympathetic to Caprice at the time because she wasn't playing by the rules. Right. And that's pretty easy for me to follow on. And even going to see Kyleen, it wasn't, it really wasn't anything to do with Caprice. It was more just the thought that there was this person who had been moved into this position of a relationship And it was almost like she was being treated like almost like fodder, right? Like the whole couple's privilege thing, right? Like we're setting the rules for ourselves to live by and what we can do. And I'm setting up to be unhappy with Caprice and laying into her for not following the rules. But Kylene is living with all the uh, fallout of that, right? So I think that was the big part that really got to me in the whole situation. Um, No matter what I was feeling towards Caprice or the situation that we're into is... I mean, Colleen didn't sign up for it, right? It wasn't what she was looking for, or what she asked for, and it really wasn't fair to her. So that's, I think, what got to me the most is just um, losing that, that piece where, like, there's another human being here that's, that has her own emotions and been through her own things and is looking for her own thing in life, and we're not really helping that, that piece. And if anything, we're actually being detrimental to it right now. So that was the big piece that really threw me over the edge to come, come see you that day and just, like, get your perspective right and see how things are going for you like if things aren't working out for me properly like what is this doing to you right
1: and were you in love with her at that time me yeah Uh, caprice and kylie are both shaking their head
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i mean this was like at the very beginning right this was kind of like my first introductions to her after we've kind of gone on to this into this kind of lifestyle where not a lot is really spoken about, not that anything was kept secret, but it was kind of just like things that happen, and we chit-chat and we'd go on. But this was the first time like it crept into our, our daily lives, right? Like our, uh, our every day, right? And it's impeding on my family time, my time with my wife and what we're doing together. And it's just not what we kind of set up our expectations to be around. And expectations, I guess, on both sides were a little bit planted from where we were. I guess that's kind of a long way to say no, like not, not, not at that time. I like Kyleen. She's very charismatic. She's beautiful. She's uh, she's a great person to be around, but in the situation that she was put in, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a place to be in love. <laughs>
3: no. And I had had Kyleen kind of to myself for the, for the first three months. And there wasn't really a reason to go kind of beyond that because it was this casual relationship and they didn't really even know each other um, at this point when they were having this conversation, they had met, but like, they didn't really know each other. But like,
4: for me, like, I just get like so even emotional, like thinking about like many people mentally are not able to put themselves outside of themselves that far as flash was able to, and put that kind of perspective perspective and and empathy towards another person and that's why there's so many issues with like jealousy and things like that like to be able to do that as a person is just exceptional
1: yeah and that's why I asked if if there was already love there because have even going out of your way to have that really difficult conversation because you know how important it is for your wife rather than it wasn't necessarily that important for him to do that. You know what I mean? That's
0: amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Like I said, I don't even think it was very important for me for Caprice. And I'm not trying to be brutal about it, but I mean, at that point I, I was still in the mindset of we're not following through the way we're supposed to, right? Like we have these things in place, so we're not hurting each other and you've kind of thrown it out the window. I think it really came down to just, from Kylie's perspective like what was going on like this is this isn't how we were treating other people right like this isn't we didn't get into this where we can just say we're going to call this off the next day make a two-person decision in a three-person world right say so, i mean and after that conversation it's very easy to fall in love with, with uh, Kylie. so it was pretty natural just to want to be around her and have her in your life and and do things right so it wasn't uh, it wasn't too hard after that that's for sure mm-hmm
1: what followed from that because i know that now obviously your relationship is very strong like the the three of you and so just kind of wondering what that shift was from after that conversation to where we are now
0: actually getting to know kyleen as a person right she's not just this person that caprice is seeing that i see every once in a while and we kind of chit chat and stuff but like an actual person understanding where she's coming from and the things she's looking for in life and what drives her and what she wants right
4: and when Flash and I met, met that day, you know, and we kind of went over like I, I, I just asked. I think we talked about like, would we even be interested in doing this triad? Like, are you sure, or do you want your freaking wife back and want my ass to the curb? Because tell me right now before it's too late, because I already went through that turmoil with the previous situation always. You know, and uh, just like be really honest with yourself because I don't. And I was, I told Flash what I wanted out of life, and what he told me what he wanted out of life. And it was just kind of in line. So, so I was very interested to get to know Flash and the, and the kid and the boys and just kind of see where this went. So, I, spent a lot of time at their house. And we started doing like dates as a family. I think our next kind of closest step to that was let's go out on a family date with the kids
3: and see how, how this all plays out. If we even like this family mm-hmm. dynamic, if we go out together and how does it feel? So we went to a baseball game in the night market and it was like, it just felt so natural. So we knew that we wanted to give this a shot and we talked about it. Do we want to like actually do this for real and not just like a nighttime casual thing? Like this is going to mean telling people now, like it's kind of like the real, the real deal and having to tell our parents and our friends. And
1: I really want to hear about telling parents and friends. Cause I, I, that must be a, really, really interesting experience, but also just noting that these three live really close to me and we kind of live in like what's called the Bible belt. So even going out as three of you Mm -hmm. with a family, like, did you get negative reactions from strangers or like the public
3: at all? The public, no, we confuse the public.
1: (laughs) Right? Yeah. Okay.
3: (laughs) If we're if we're like at uh, our son's hockey games and we're sitting with people behind us, like they must be so confused all the time until they talk to us, um, because they'll see them hold hands or us kiss or you know, like it's like especially if you're sitting behind us because it'll be like an arm around one and kissing another, and people are like, "What is happening?" Um, But not not. I've never felt any negative, anything ever from a stranger.
1: That's amazing.
0: How about the rest of you? I,
4: um, no, nope. no, too.
0: I don't, I I've, yeah. I've never either. I mean, there was that one time we were first together and we went to, uh, mm-hmm. somebody's house for a party. Like it was pretty fresh and pretty new. And they're all people I didn't really know. And there was one person in particular that thought it was kind of mind blowing that, uh, there was two women with me there.
3: (laughs) And I think it's because he wanted to date Kylie. And so he was like, how can you have both? I'm like, I don't know. I do. He's like, well, you can't. I'm like, but I do
1: (laughs) feel like I can do whatever the fuck I want. Actually.
3: Thanks. (laughs) Right. And he's like, well, what if I want to ask Kylene out? And it was really new at the time. And I was a little bit afraid of Kylene, um, let Kylene allowing her fears to take over and her running for the Hills, especially if some like big muscly dude wants to ask her out. So I was like, we need to leave. (laughs) We need to get out of here. And, uh, but now I'd be like, you know, ask her out. (laughs) good luck you know like it's not like I don't know so he was just like well you can't have both and I was like well I do so (laughs) whatever um but that's literally the only negative thing we've ever had our friends and our family are a little different we we did experience some negativity there um Flash's parents are um, very religious and live in a very small town in Manitoba and in full disclosure, I didn't want him to tell them. Neither did Kyleen. We were like, they don't have social media. They don't need to know. Like, I don't want to hurt them. And Flash just like said pretty much the only sentence that could have shut us down. And he said, like, if I don't tell them, it's giving the perception that I have something to be ashamed about and I will never be ashamed of you guys. So I have to tell them the truth. And we were just like, okay. <laughs> i have goosebumps
1: even hearing you say that and i was not there nor does this impact my life so yeah <laughs> it,
4: it still makes me feel like all the things inside that that's you know um that was Flash's,
3: i guess perspective or thought process on that and just and kyleen's family having leave having her leave this toxic relationship she was in with this husband and blah, blah, blah. So if you know anybody who's in a toxic relationship, they tend to, um, are, be, are they tend to, um, are, they're recluse and they're not with their friends a lot because they're in this toxic relationship. And so she breaks up with her and they finally get back Their her friends and family are like, Oh, we're so excited to have you back. And she's like, okay, cool. I'm dating someone. And they're like, Oh, okay. And they're like, and she's married. And they're like, are you, kidding me like you're right. gonna do this again and so they her friends came around pretty quickly um I mean you just have That's to meet that, that. <laughs> yeah I was gonna That's say yeah I like I think yeah like yeah. you
1: see how happy people are and you're like oh okay this isn't some sort of sketchy thing especially if the husband's there and involved in the relationship it's not like your are like Caprice is cheating on Flash with Kylie, like you know what I mean it's all everybody's in agreement
3: right and so Kylie's parents were just like, "Oh, what is this? These per- this perverse couple, like sex starved and stealing our daughter away to <laughs> join some sex cult or something." I don't know. So it took them a long time to come around.
4: The funny thing is that it, 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 in life, that I just I realized that my uh my relationship with my family was quite toxic because they're so like they're so unhealthy mentally and toxic that I was like able with the help of Caprice and Flash like just able to like step back and put that in perspective and make some changes there in that relationship so that it could be super healthy and you know also prior to that which I was so happy about but um they um didn't speak to me for well they spoke to me but only me for a year and a half of dating caprice and flash and the boys and that's a long time like a year and a half with the boys like oliver's four and a half like they've never even met any of them and i was super close with them most all of my life and so that was hard so one day i just said like hey i'm not coming over anymore by myself i have a family." I know how you feel about it, but I, like, it, like your choices is like no relationship or a relationship, you know, with all of us. It doesn't mean you have to see us all, all five of us every time I see you, but like, I'm not doing this anymore. And they literally said,
3: okay, well, I guess we won't see you then. The only thing we could tell her, and hope that she would understand that it would just, it didn't matter what we said and how much we loved her and how well we treated her. You would think that would be enough, but um, it was just going to be time and them seeing it for themselves.
1: And And it was, have they come around?
4: Have they? Yes.
3: A A hundred percent.
0: Hmm.
4: Yeah. But uh, you know, shortly after that conversation, I guess they, (laughs) miss me or realize they weren't going to be able to do that. And they, I swear it was only a month or two after that boundary was placed on them. It's a lack of boundaries really that I learned in life that I needed to have for myself so that I didn't react in ways from not setting clear boundaries for my own self and with
1: others. We I think talk that, about boundary setting all the time on this podcast because there's a right. lot of family dynamics um and childhood trauma and stuff like that that a lot of our listeners experience. And like boundaries suck to like make them, but once you do, it can change everything. And for for like your parents, they were probably like, oh, she's full of shit. Like she'll she'll still hang out with us. And then when you didn't, uh, they were like, Oh shit, actually she's serious. So I guess we need to do something about it.
4: Yeah. And you know, like. I went most of my, most of my life or half of my life, not setting any boundaries with anyone clearly or for myself. And it was, it's like life changing and altering to be able to do that. Scary. It's hard. It's all the things. uh, And it's finding the right words and support to help you do it. And just knowing that, when you're setting a boundary for yourself, like however somebody else reacts is going to be on them. It may not be great, but there's literally nothing you can do, but, you know, set set clear and reasonable boundaries for yourself and for your family.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so glad that they came around and did Flash's parents react in the negative way that you anticipated?
3: Flashy, you can answer, but I just want to say that they're like the most kindest, most loving, most wonderful people, even though they have their values that are true to them and they won't let those go. It'll never stop them from loving us. And um, they don't really acknowledge Kylie, but they're never rude. They're never opinionated. They just said, enjoy that until Christ comes back. So (laughs) there's that.
4: Flash,
0: yeah, I mean they uh they grew up in a legalistic Christian group, so they're not easy to change to say the to say the least, right so I mean, they've had to deal with their own things and evolved their own way over the last couple of decades as far as what's real, what's not and how the world works and things. I think they do their best to adapt, but I don't think it's easy, especially for their generation when things are so crazy, but I mean, it's not, it's not something we hide from. It's something I made very aware to them and they made very aware their stance on it to me. And it's not something we hide, but it's not something we discuss either. Right. If it's something they wanted to talk about, I'd be more than happy to talk to them more about it, but I don't hide from mentioning Kyleen or if we are doing something together or anything like that.
4: Because you and Flash went there with the boys recently without Caprice and I, when we were on a work trip and, I think I asked, you know, but like the boys talk about me too, too as well, right? In their stories and conversations. So how you like your parents wouldn't have blinked an eye or taken that in a you know negative way. It just is what it is. They just they don't wouldn't,
3: I don't even they would never like yeah. say anything bad about you to the boys, or they would never, they wouldn't say yeah. anything about the period, like they it's
4: just, they're the opposite of like, kind of like
3: my parents,
4: (laughs) right? Complete opposite.
1: Right. And what about the boys? Like, oh yeah, that's a, that, so as an outsider, so Caprice and I are like friends of friends kind of, and we've known each other for a while. And so I remember when this was first happening, I was like, oh my God, what are the kids going to like you know what I mean? Like, just literally, like, how does this dynamic work when you have children? And so I, I haven't had a chance to actually ask you that question. And I'm super, super interested. I just wanted to say
4: really quick, uh, Lori, that the um, I've had, I have a lot of friends still from high school, like, since we were 15. And so when I told them and explained this relationship dynamic when it was new and what was going on and was trying to tell them, don't worry, it's not like... The previous situation they're like like I trust if this if you know what's good we trust you but we're just worried about the kids I heard that mm. many times I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie
1: and I it's not it's not that I was worried about the kids I was mostly just like huh how do you navigate this with children and yes. if anything like I think I would assume, and I mean, I, you'll all find out in a minute, but like I would assume that having three parents instead of two or instead of one is way better for children's development and support in the long run. It's like, you know, a community around these children, but yeah. How did that happen? How did that work?
3: We never, we didn't, well, Kylene just like started hanging out at the house and we never really had like a f- sit down con formal like conversation about it but uh our son was filming a commercial and we we're having lunch and there's like the producers and the directors and everybody there and and he's like oh I can't wait to have a baby sister and they were like oh yeah and he's like but not with my mom with my other mom this is kyleen and I don't even think we were like really out 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 at the time and they were like oh and kyleen and I were just like <laughs> And then they're like, oh, who's this? And then he's like, oh, this is Kylie. She was my mom's friend. And then they were best friends. And now I have two moms. And we're like, "Mm -hmm." well, that's pretty much the best way to say it. uh, Everybody
4: having lunch there at the movie trucks were laughing, like, laughing hysterically while they're eating their lunch to themselves. And then Merrick found it like, he's like, wow, I got a really great reaction. He he blurts out, you can find me at merrick.com. And we were like, okay, there is no website. Like, he's like six, so you <laughs> know, at this time.
3: Um, yeah, we're not that organized. Thank you. Right. That's hilarious. And I feel like the only other time that we had a conversation with somebody, well, we never, and then when, when, when Kyleen was kind of like slowly moving in, we were like, we never really like had a conversation. It was just like such an easy transition. We felt like, and we we're like, uh, Kyleen's moving in and they're like, yay what's for dinner? Like they never even like thought twice about it. They never like, it was just, it was a slow transition um, and just really easy. And so like love filled that they never even thought twice about it. And we'd only had this conversation with somebody else really once. well to me anyways, one of Kylie's friends had asked about it. And um, she was currently going through a divorce and, It was just like so mind opening that like, I don't know, like to get it one more parent is so lovely, especially when there was no trauma beforehand. There was no divorce. There was no hardship. The kids didn't have to, you know, experience the loss of a parent to have this new parent come in. And um, it was really just one more parent to love on them. Yeah. On a side note, I will just say my family was very accepting right away. <laughs> my, Sorry, my, I didn't even That's yeah, okay. My sister was only upset that I didn't tell her sooner. Um, and as for our friends, we did have one friend group, uh, Flash and I, that completely ghosted us. Like they never talked to us about it, they never asked us about it. They just simply stopped showing up and then slowly, like, oh, it looks like they've unfollowed us. And um, we never heard from Weird. them ever again. Yeah, and it was a pretty it was like the maid of honor at my wedding. Like they she was pretty close and just completely ghosted us. Um and then our other friends that are uh deeply rooted in in a Christian faith um struggled struggled but, but uh because they love us and they it's not worth our friendship what our what we're doing, you know. Really it was just only the one friend that we lost that I mean good riddance like you're obviously you obviously were a shit friend to begin with so
1: if they won't
3: accept you you don't need them 100% right
1: yeah 100%
4: going back to the boys like just even thinking about how long ago it was and they were so they were so little and what Capri said is so true there wasn't any trauma so we just kind of like eased into everything I didn't come in hard as like they're Parent, do this, do that, I think in the beginning, right? It was like really, I was trying to get my footing to where I fit in and how I how I would be involved as a parent. And I think it helped that the boys were involved in also asking me to join the family. Remember the proposal, we'll call it. Well, it was. It was. Talk about it. Well, we were supposed to, I was we were supposed to have some dinner plans or dinner resos and then had to work. And it was like a listing appointment, something you don't want to miss And long story short. So I don't never know how long they're going to be. So Caprice and Flash were trying to gauge when I was going to get home. I'm like, I think eight, it ended up being like nine. So they woke the kids out of, up, out of bed to be part of this. And then I walked in the doors, just coming home late from work hanging up my stuff. And then I opened the, the rec room door. There's like, to me, there was just like hundreds of tea light candles and the boys were both on one knee with huge bouquets of red roses and like Caprice and Flash were sitting. Oh God, I can't talk about it, but they were sitting there playing, um, uh, guitar and ukulele singing Mary by Bruno Mars. And I was just like, frozen like I had no words and I was really confused felt like really surreal because I almost was still finishing going through that breakup and that getting my mental health like where it needs to be that like I was almost like is this real like do I even deserve this like what is happening nobody's ever like treated me so lovely
3: I was yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> we had talked to the kids about asking Kylene to be a part of our family for a while before we did it, because their thoughts and opinions mattered a lot. And we, I don't know, had they not said that they loved her like we did, then I don't know how we could have proceeded. But they did, and they were so cute on their knee. Oh, and their little button-up white shirts. Yeah. That's
0: and then after
4: so like we and then after that during because COVID hit, we had a a family commitment ceremony and it was absolutely amazing. We like had a f- just a few friends there. We did like in a beautiful park under a white gazebo with like we made a triangle for closed triad with rose petals and we stood on each point of the triangle and the boys stood in the middle and we each we all actually have matching triangle tattoos on our bodies the three of us and that kind of symbolizes our our uh, ceremony that we had and uh, we exchanged necklaces with s on it because stadniks and shannon the stadshans stadshan family which we were known by for a long time. I feel like that faded, but yeah, it was just absolutely beautiful. The boys, the boys love and didn't, didn't Merrick say
3: some words that day? Did he? I think he did. I think he did. It was just beautiful. It was just a lovely little ceremony that, uh, everybody i think every oh yeah i don't think oliver did and everyone just like kind of expressed this commitment to be together as a family and it was it felt like even more than a wedding cuz it was our entire family and like it was so lovely and yeah i mean it, it it was a long journey like relationships are hard two people relationships are hard and or can be hard and having a dynamic where a third person where it's not a V and most people, I think that would be way easier, right? It's just kind of like a pivot. Um, it's not, it's a full triangle where Flash and Kyleen are as, and, and people ask about like the jealousy, but if I didn't love Flash and Kyleen and their love together as much as I do, then there would be a lot more jealousy, I think. But yeah. they have their own relationship kyleen and i have our own relationship flash and i have our own relationship and together we take on the world and you work together now too
1: which is (laughs) i mean an even more interesting dynamic i would think because i mean working with someone and being in love with someone and being parenting with someone it's just like oh my god
3: uh that was a bit of an adjustment eh It was a bit of an adjustment, but Kylene said she always wanted to be with a realtor because it's a a job that you almost don't get unless you do it. And having... So (laughs) we went from working with Lori and I's mutual friend, I did, to becoming a realtor with the support of Kylene and Flash and then us starting starting a business together. So so like at night, we like... It could be like midnight. Be like, oh, did you blah 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 blah? I'm like, oh. it's the downside of of uh, having your business partner in, be- in bed.
4: <laughs> yeah, we do like a, no no talking about work after eight at home.
3: <laughs> we try, but it doesn't doesn't always. That's happen. true.
1: <laughs> well, especially in in like in realtor life, especially in the Lower Mainland, like. Never a dull moment, right? <laughs> so right. there's stuff that's going to happen after eight p.m. all the time. Oh, I would yeah. assume. Yeah. yeah. Are you Are you like open with your work clients about your relationship?
3: We are not. We are not. We'll never lie about it. No. Yeah. We're not always like. Oh, by the way, we sleep together. <laughs> like just right. like, because we we kind of like read the clients. And if it's if it's something that we feel like would bring some kind of value to our work relationship, then we'll talk about it. But most often it doesn't. It it doesn't really come up and it doesn't really, it's not really relevant to our work relationship. I mean our working. But I think
4: I feel. A little more nervous about what they're going to think, especially coming from where I came from in life, where Caprice is a more confident person that I I have in the past kind of just only said I had a husband or only said I had a wife many times in this journey. And if I know they're super straight and they're super religious, then I talk about my husband. And if I... Yeah get the vibe that they're kind of open. Then I talk about my, my thruple or I'll just talk about, yeah, Caprice and I are together and just like, just confirm it if they kind of noticed something, you know, and yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's a challenge for me because I worry about what people
3: will think or losing business over it. Flash and I don't worry about that. They don't. We don't want to work with somebody who's got an issue with us anyways.
1: Totally. Yeah. Although I can, I can see, sure. I can see where Kylie's coming from, right? Like business is business. And especially in this area, yeah. you don't, you don't always know what's what people's opinions are going to be.
3: Yep. Yeah. So we are just business partners to a lot of people. If they were to ever ask us, we'd never lie, but we're just business partners to a lot of people. And um, Kylie, our uh, flash has always been like, so supportive of us and our business and because we do a lot of things. And I think that was a big transition piece in the middle that we kind of skimmed over is um in the beginning having this like kind of built-in best friend and this this person that I have all these things in common with socially. Um, because Flash is more introverted. Um, and we get ready together and we share clothes and we share makeup and then we go out and do karaoke and I think flash. I don't think there was ever an issue of jealousy and correct me if I'm wrong flash but it more like mm-hmm. like where, where am I in this and like where 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 am I in this and like not a jealousy because it's not like he wanted to come to karaoke per se but like I don't know Flash, yeah, like your,
1: your time is divided now between two instead of one
3: yeah and like I have this like built in bestie and now now that we've had now that we like work together and have this business together it's even more um together so we just have to be like trying to be mindful about making sure that our time is devoted to our family and flash and giving him the quality time that he needs um so that he's not feeling like just a bystander which we'd never want
0: yeah, I think it's just uh, a balancing act, right? That's all. It's—I uh, don't think it's any different for two people. It's just three people involved now, so it's a little bit different than the norm that's out there. But um, yeah, works well.
1: It sure seems to. I mean, it's been years, right? When did you get together?
3: Um, like Kylie first came into our lives of uh, March. 20th. In t nineteen, so it'll be four years this this March.
1: Yeah, that's a long time. Like, if you're gonna, if something's gonna go wrong, it would have already by now, right? Especially with that dynamic. Like, there's just so much going on, and like so many relationships to navigate, both inside the triad but also outside the triad. So So, many facets, (laughs) right? So, just kind of wrapping up. Wondering if there's any final thoughts from the three of you that you really wanted to share and. And or, um, if you want to share a little bit about what each of you feel like is the best part of being in this
0: triad. Yeah, I think I think it's not for everyone. I think it takes a lot of sacrifice on everyone's part to get to a good place, right? So I mean, you're going from your standard two-person relationship to three, so there's big adjustments after you made on both sides, and I think especially for me and Kyleen, it was how do we make this kind of fit? Um, especially at the beginning, where Priest was kind of the focal point. How do we like come into each other's lives and make this work and balance properly? And I think it was a lot of, I guess sacrifice is the wrong word, but a lot of, a be a lot of taking a person's feelings into consideration and just taking the time and realizing that you'll like adjust to what you need to be. And I think especially that first year is really hard to start to align again, right? Or realign from what you've kind of grown up with and how things have worked and how there's like only only two of you and there's there's the, the trade-off between them and then having like this third party come in and kind of rearrange how things are done, right? And I think if you're not willing to kind of have moments where there's some doubt or a little bit of, even misunderstanding um, that you can't think you can work through would be really hard. Right. But I mean, you kind of get through that piece and you start to realign and your life starts to go on and things change and there's different priorities and stuff. And all of a sudden you're kind of falling into this life where you're living with three people and it's not really a question, right? Like whether it's the jealousy piece or how it works, it kind of just goes away in the end because there's three of you just doing life together. And then it kind of just develops into this place where I mean, we, we have we have issues, but it's not because there's three of us. It's just regular people issues, right? Whether we're
3: That's talking true. about money
0: or who's picking up kids or dropping off kids or where are we going for dinner or I don't like that you did this or that. It's not anything to do with the fact that there's three of us. It's just new, normal human things that we're dealing with every day now, right? So I think it's just – it's uh, I think a lot of people think it's it's kind of wild and crazy to have three people in a relationship, but I think – you adapt pretty quick if you're able to get through that kind of turmoil of trying to realign what it means to be in a relationship at the beginning. Right. And then I think just the best part is that there is three of us, right. There's there's Caprice is, is quite different from me and I'm very different from caprice. And I think Kylie, I think Kylie and caprice are very similar, but I think there's a lot of, of my traits that are in Kylie too. So she's almost, I don't want to see a bridging piece, but she's kind of, the meld, as much as me and Caprice are good for each other because we're kind of opposites in different places, Kylene's great with everyone because she's a bit of everybody, right? So it's uh, it's a great balance, and I think you just can't overlook how much it takes from even somebody like Kylene to make sure it's working and, and things are moving forward the way they need to. Ooh,
4: that was well said, Flash. So well said. Oh,
3: thank and you. I- I think that was such an interesting point. I don't think we have ever thought about a three person dynamic as opposed to just arguing about like a life piece or a parenting or a blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't think it's ever been like, well, you're spending more time with her than me or I want your attention or Mm -hmm. you, you guys are always together or like, we're, I don't think it's ever been like that. Has it? No,
4: no, some of those slight issues in the only in that first year adjustment period, Sure, and then yeah. really like pretty much never again.
1: But to be honest, you could say that about any new relationship, even with two people, there's always that issue of right. like, well, you're not spending enough time with me. You're spending too much time, blah, blah, blah. Like uh-huh. that's, that's always an issue at the beginning of a relationship. So that's so interesting. It kind of makes sense, right? all three of you kind of have your own unique relationship with each other and it combines into this like triad situation, then like, of course the issues are going to be mostly about like that little group. Um, and I just wonder, does it ever help, um, in an argument to have like a third perspective?
3: Sometimes for sure. I would say yes, for sure. Sometimes you're like, Hey, no, 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 this isn't about you. But, but I would say more often, yes, it is. Somebody brings a perspective that no, I don't feel like generally people gang up on anybody, but they bring a perspective that's like, Hey, did you think about it like this? Or, um, just even the three person dynamic brings out a lot of need of conversation that you wouldn't probably have, when there's just two of you like i don't know it's just different and you just like communicate better harder stronger more efficiently to get things yeah. sorted
0: out i think for like daily small things there does have to be a little bit of uh delicateness around around it like there's there's lots of times i'll stay out of uh, an argument like if it's nothing important and it's not really needed there's no need for a third voice um just because he's you don't really want to give that room. outlook right
3: he's really good about that? that you're really good about that because kyleen and i spend a lot of time together a lot of time together um running our house running our business doing life and so her and i can have experienced more differences that are trivial so it doesn't help it wouldn't help and flash recognizes that it wouldn't help to have somebody be like what she said you know like it just right. <laughs> if it was like a bigger issue then yeah mm-hmm. i don't think anybody tries to get into the middle of a of, of an argument
1: caprice what about you for the best part or anything that you want to add
3: the best part is that there's always somebody to do something with there's always somebody to you want to stay home there's somebody to stay home with you want to go out there's somebody to go out with there's always if you want to go out by yourself you're not leaving your partner alone like there's always it's like it just works out all the time like it seems to me
1: yeah that's awesome
4: and Kylie well i'm just going to say what everybody's not saying and it's the sex obviously (laughs) 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 i
1: mean fair i wasn't i wasn't gonna get into the nitty-gritty of that part although i'm sure that i will get messages like hey Lori, you didn't ask the right questions because we're all interested so there
4: there was positions we discovered last night that we hadn't even tried yet come on i'm just gonna say
1: it okay so you brought it up so (laughs) i i now i feel like i have full full ability to ask whatever dirty question i want all right Question number one, this isn't even a dirty question. Do you
3: all sleep in the same bed? That is our number one question. That is our number one. When people meet us, you all sleep in the same bed and who sleeps in the middle? (laughs) That's our number one question. We do. We sleep in in a custom bed that we have made with custom sheets because nothing fits the custom bed. And... Um, we kind of switched up in the beginning who sleeps in the middle, but Flash and Kylene are both very light sleepers and I can sleep through anything. So I sleep in the middle. And okay. We have
4: three twin blankets because ain't nobody going to be stuck in the middle of all hot and stuff. Right. So that's
1: super smart. I was going to say, I I would not want to be in the middle if it was one blanket. So yeah. that
3: makes sense. And <laughs> um, then, We tried that. We tried awful. that. And I was like, okay, just to come to it. This is where you pass away. The heat is going to overtake you. Just close your eyes and let it happen. Because you can't even like stick your, a foot out or do anything no. because you'll uncover people. Yeah. So then we tried three, three twin blankets that were all the same. But then it doesn't work because then you can't tell the difference between your blanket and somebody else's. So you pull somebody else's off. And now we have three completely separate blankets with different textures. And then we have a 10 by 10 blanket that goes over the whole thing. So when the bed is made, you can't see that there's three blankets.
1: That's awesome. See, that's my issue is I when my bed is made, I like it to look the same. But like realistically, right. I want to have two different blankets. But then I'm like, oh shit. But yeah, you just put one over top. That's genius. Okay, so the sex part. I'm gathering based on our conversation that the the three of you do things together. And then yeah. also also pairs of the three, or is it always yeah. together?
4: No, also pairs. Okay, because that's how it started. Like so. Last, like last night I was like tired and maybe not into it. And I, I knew they were going to go. And then I was like, I'm going to watch the voice. This is awesome. And then, and then, uh, and then I changed my mind and went anyways, but any, you know, like it just doesn't, it, it doesn't matter now, especially because we're so solid who is having sex with who, and because we all legitimately love each other.
3: We thought it would matter in the beginning. So we kind of made a rule that if you want it, I mean it did matter in it the beginning. It did we matter. Were, it did matter in the beginning. We 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 recognize that there's like a if you were to walk into a room and two of your partners were being intimate and you weren't invited, that would kind of feel away so we kind of made a rule that if you were ever feeling like you just needed to connect with one person then do it when the other person is gone so that you didn't feel like
4: mm-hmm.
3: um any kind of way and then um we grew and settled in our relationship and <laughs> life is busy so now we just take the moments so when we can get them and so far it hasn't it hasn't brought up any things right. like kyleen always loves to flash is a man a few words, so he would never. But kyleen loves to kiss and tell, so she'll come in and be like, "Guess what? Flash and I and not up." And I'm like, "Okay."
1: <laughs> and does that bug you
4: at all? No, not at all. But not, not. But now, but in the beginning, like it was hugely bothersome for me because if you think about it, I was madly in love with Caprice and did not know Flash from Adam. And I lived with them. Like I had love for Flash and I liked him a lot, but I was not in love with him even when I moved in.
1: Right. Yeah. You Think were moving about, in because of Caprice.
4: Not... Yeah. Cause we moved in pretty quick and I knew I love it. I was like, I was just like, fingers crossed. I'm going to fall in love with him. That's kind of so scary.
3: Then, so then she had to be like, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Somebody else is having, But with the woman I love yeah
4: and flash was such a gentleman about it what a hero like this is his wife for 11 years and so if they wanted to have sex and I wasn't into it he'd be like whatever it's fine we'll just save it for another night like he would just be like who does that not many people would be able to do that like with the like you know they'd be like no
1: like you can leave totally yeah okay bye then
4: Yeah, it was super, it it takes, like, if you think about, if I think about who Flash is and how triads would work, if you, the empathy, empathetic intelligence is, like, what he embodies. Like, you'd have to be super, not empathetic, like, oh, you poor sweet soul, but just, like, the way he was able to put, different perspectives on, you know, people.
3: But really now it's just take it when you can get it. Cause we got hockey in like 10 minutes. So <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: Right. Yeah, totally. Married life. And I'm guessing because it's, you called it a closed triad that there aren't others that are brought into this mix in terms of sexually.
3: There is never, and we would never, we are not like seeking that. That's not a thing that we're interested right. in.
1: Yeah.
3: Right. Okay. Though well, people try. Oh, I <laughs>
1: have. I bet they try. I yeah. bet they try. Yeah.
3: Especially, especially if they don't know us and they're trying actually for real, they're like, "Oh, you have multiple partners." Like, I'm in, and we're like, "Oh, yeah, hard no, mm-hmm. ha- hard no." And then, and then we've got lots of friends that are constantly putting in applications to be a fourth.
4: <laughs> like Caprice and I are both so happy because we have a a wife and a husband. And both sexes, like lots of variety, beautiful, love it all. And then, but like Caprice jokes to flash a lot, but a serious, like if you ever want to be with a man, like, I think we would have to entertain that for him, you know?
1: Yeah, for
4: sure.
3: He's never taken us up on that offer, but, um, I don't know. But, but, but I mean, like we're living our best lives. We've, like Kegelin said, we've got the best of both worlds. So if Flash feels like he's yeah. missing out, then we'll entertain it.
1: Although I'm sure that straight men everywhere are like, Flash is living his best life, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I, I, I'm I sure right. that it's more complicated than, than it seems but like most straight men would be like oh that's literally the dream I could have a threesome whenever I want
3: okay you're absolutely right when people when men hear it they're like whoa and then it's only the like the men who are actually really in tune with their wives that are like uh that's gonna be a shitload of work totally like a shitload of work (laughs) Like they, they don't, most men aren't thinking about anything beyond the sex and like the sex is great, but that's not our, our life. Like you still have to do life and that's the hard part.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Although even that must be easier with three of you in terms of like having three incomes to support a family and that kind of thing. Right.
3: Uh, Yeah, of course. And then also like the, the simple things about life, like there's somebody to pick up kids. While somebody else is grocery shopping, while somebody else is making dinner.
1: Yeah, totally.
4: I love that aspect of life. And then I always wonder, because I never really was in a a relationship with just two, like living together and doing life and doing the family. I'm just like, and all the single parents that, you know, have their kids for a week. I'm just like, how does one do you just mad can't do it all, a
3: Single parents, man. Yeah,
4: mad mm-hmm.
1: respect. Mad respect. Yeah, I, have no a lot. Idea. A lot I don't even enough. know how. I don't even know how parents. If it was like seven people in a relationship <laughs> with no, no, children, no, no, no. but I'm also <laughs> just like a person who just never sees myself as a parent, so it's very confusing to me to like watch parents and be like, yeah. "How the fuck do you do this?" I don't know. Right. <laughs> right? Oh yeah. Glad we got to ask some of the sex questions. I know that that would have been the number one feedback, but. <laughs> I super appreciate you all coming on. And it was like so nice to actually get a chance to talk to you about the relationship dynamic because like, I haven't really had an opportunity to ask questions before.
3: Oh, I really enjoyed it too. And One of my favorite parts is hearing um, Flash talk about things because Kylie and I are big talkers and we can talk about everything, but Flash reserves his word. So it was nice to hear his thoughts and opinions. He said some things I'd never even heard him say before, so... That was really nice. Mm-hmm.
1: And where can everybody find you? I know you have like a, um, is do you still have that Instagram account?
3: We do. We have a him.her.her Instagram account that we uh, post our family and our life and our love on. Moments. Yeah. And I'll link that in the
1: show notes as well. Um, anything else that you guys want to talk about?
3: No, I think you covered everything. Thank you so much for having us. Awesome, yeah. thank you. And
1: Kailene, it was so nice to get to know you better. I yeah. Like it's like the first time we've been able to like actually have a conversation. So this is great. I know we'll have to do it more. <laughs> totally. Awesome. Thank you both so much and have a good okay. afternoon.
4: Thank okay. Larry. Bye. Bye
2: Larry. Bye. Hi friends. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Bold Beautiful Borderline podcast. Lori and I are so grateful that you're here with us on this journey, and we can't wait to dive into more topics in the future with you all about Borderline and even have some more fun and exciting guests to join us on the podcast. If you really enjoyed this episode, we would love if you would rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. We would also love to see you interact with us on social media and on our Patreon page, The links to that are included in the show notes. So check us out there. We would be incredibly honored to get to know you all as you get to know us and our recovery stories. We love you and we'll see you next time.